0: Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of the Time for Health podcast with me, Lewis Pierce. my lovely co-host Matthew. How are you, mate, in your absolutely delightful
1: shirt? I am wonderful. I thought we put this uh, special shirt on for our Christmas special and uh, hopefully people, if they do watch it on uh, YouTube or anywhere else, then uh, they'll appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast, of course, what you can't see is I've got a lovely Christmas shirt on.
0: Yeah, Matt looks like he's recording this podcast from Narnia in a lovely shirt and I look like I'm recording it. In a bloody dungeon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no change there. <no. laughs>
0: it's very true, mate. I've got a window. I can see out. It's a small window, but I can see I can see freedom. Um, cool. So today, Christmas special. Um, it feels like I haven't spoken to you for ages, Matt. And like we haven't recorded an episode together for a while. Obviously, people at Zion Podcast Land, they see our episodes going out every single week. But a lot of them recorded in bulk we've not actually recorded a, a podcast together for quite some time have we mate it's
1: been a couple of months i think yeah
0: now, i need to um, forgot the name of the podcast as well when i was going through the intro just now <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many podcasts have you got <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we 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 had a little chat uh, a couple of weeks ago didn't we and we thought right we need to do a, a christmas special because this christmas is going to be a lot different for a lot of people out there uh and including myself and and you as well and uh, with COVID and everything else, it, you know, the mental health issues uh, that can be implied with what goes on at Christmas anyway uh, can be severe enough, yet alone having a, a pandemic going on at the same time. Mm. So it's going to make it a little bit more difficult. And uh, we just, I've just got some uh, little tips and things that would probably shout out every Christmas for people, but uh, they might be a little bit more poignant this year.
0: Yeah. I just, I'm at a point now where I just, with COVID, would just piss off, mate. I've had enough. He's like that annoying uncle in the corner at Christmas who just keeps cracking shit jokes, and you just want him to shut up. So that's, that's how I feel right about COVID right now. So, obviously, we're in Cyprus. They literally had us in lockdown. Pretty much, when the UK was in lockdown, we pretty much went into another one as well. Yeah. Um, they released it um, for last Wednesday, I want to say. And today, we're back in another one. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, you know, the shutting, yeah. people, shutting everything down again and it's going to be shut the whole of Christmas until the 1st of January. Um, so yeah, it's definitely going to be a weird Christmas. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds of it because at the same time, we, we're, not, we're in Cyprus so we probably wouldn't have seen anyone anyway. We wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have gone home because it's just so much of a hassle going home um, back to the UK. So it probably wouldn't be that much different anyway. And I'm pretty sure Sarah's working um, over the Christmas period. So... Ah. Like most of this COVID, I've not been impacted that much because I'm a recluse. <laughs> what about you? What are you doing, Matt Chris? What are your plans? Matt?
1: Well, we we can't really do a lot. I mean, we'd love to go and see some family, um, but uh, uh, many of our sort of old, older relatives, parents, and stuff are in the vulnerable risk category, so it, it would be um, for, for me. I think it would be morally wrong for me to go and see them. Not, not morally wrong. That's probably not the word. Uh, it'd be too I- risky irresponsible irresponsible. yeah in my uh that's a good word thank you (laughs) in my uh in my job obviously i i am able to see clients face to face and i can see 30 clients a week and of course that puts me at a higher risk so i could be going to see family and relatives carrying it and be asymptomatic and and pass on to them and for me to to find that out that it was me Because my parents are all, uh, both both sets of parents, are uh, more or less isolating themselves completely, uh, apart from the odd appointment or shop they have to go and do, uh, which means that the chances are if they catch it, it'd be by a family member Mm. visiting. Yeah. Uh, So I would not want that on my conscience afterwards. So uh, I think the responsible thing to do is just to wait it out. Um, Both sets of parents are fit and healthy at the moment so uh it you know, it's not like they and you know, i need to see them uh just in case or anything uh, but i'm sure there are people out there who are in that situation who are torn between the uh, their own responsibility towards their parents but also they don't need to go and see their parents who are maybe seriously ill at the moment uh not with covid necessarily or anything like that so it is difficult it is it is hard uh, it can be very hard for a lot of people out there yeah uh, what I'd like to talk about today is how to cope with the COVID at Christmas. And just to give some people some ideas of what you can do. And I, I suppose for a lot of people, actually, if you had if you decided this Christmas to just stay at home with your immediate family, then it's no different. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're looking at it. Because, we'd, yeah, we'd love to go and see family members. But we do have the odd Christmas where we just stay at home. And we don't have any visitors. We just have a family Christmas at home. Uh, we chill out. We recharge. And, and it's about a little bit about the way you approach things, I suppose. If you sit there thinking, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do that, then you're going to be putting yourself into a negative spiral. Yeah. If you just look at it as the way my wife and I are looking at it as well, we'll probably stay at home this year anyway and just have family, uh, you know, our immediate family, um, our kids and stuff. Yeah. And that'll be it, kids and dogs. And we'll have a nice, nice sort of family Christmas. And it's nice to do that because it's a nice break. It doesn't put any demands on you. Uh, you know, you're not f- having to travel, which can be exhausting. I know some Christmases I've traveled over a thousand miles visiting mm. family yeah, yeah. in, a, in a, a five to seven day period mm-hmm. uh, and it's exhausting. And then you got to go back to work. Yeah. don't feel like break. you've had a Christmas at all. Uh. <laughs> so it might be that you just, you just need to plan, right. We're having a Christmas at home this year. We're going to make the most of it. We're going to go out for a walk. Uh, we always go out for a walk Christmas morning. We put the roast into the, uh, the meat into the oven. First thing in the morning, we'll go out for a nice long dog walk, uh, three or four hours, maybe to the beach, maybe, you know, we take a flask of hot chocolate with us and we'll, we'll enjoy it being outdoors and then we'll come back for 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 midday and the joint will be cooked and uh, we'll just need to then uh, cut the roast potatoes and Yorkshire puddings and pigs in blankets or whatever else you have with your, with your Christmas dinner. Not much different to any normal roast dinner that we eat, to be quite honest. But we might have some Christmas crackers and silly hats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see some dad jokes. It's great. Yeah. So it's about approach, I think. You just got to resign yourself to that. You know, you can make a really good Christmas without having to travel around all all week long visiting family and relatives. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've already uh, booked with my wife's family, and I'm in the process of doing it with my side of the family, is we've put a half-hour slot for a Zoom call where we're can. we all going to log on, whether we're eating dinner, whether we're drinking champagne, whatever we're doing. If we're still having Christmas presents, we've got a couple of slots where we're just going to be on Zoom and share a bit of Christmas together. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably see more family members than we normally do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's another way of looking at it we're actually going to see more family members and one of the great things about staying at home and doing it over zoom is you can accidentally lose your connection not that i would do that with my family <laughs> yeah i don't know mate. But, oh, God, dude, I, it you, dropped you, out you gotta go
0: sorry sorry matt so, uh,
1: this it, yeah. is cracking up <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. that's the convenient thing isn't it is you can literally just be like Oh, yeah, you're than
1: being stuck around someone's house time. for four hours and thinking, oh, when, "When can we leave? When can we leave? When can we leave?" Yeah, you can just leave. Got to go. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> someone's at the door. Whatever. Yeah, and you can make excuses, and it doesn't mean that you're being horrible and nasty and neglecting people. It, it's just mate, it do what's right for you on that day, mm-hmm. you know. And if you if you just want to spend ten minutes on a Zoom chat with someone and then carry on spending time with your family or tuck into a film or whatever you're going to be doing on Christmas Day, then be a little bit selfish. You know, you've got to look after yourself at the end of the day. I think a uh,
0: lot of it's about framing, isn't it? And your your kind of perspective on on it. Yes, your Christmas may not be the same as it always has been, but just think how how many people around the world don't get presents, they don't have food on the table.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't put it in perspective.
0: You know, they're on death's door. You don't really, I know it's easier said than done when someone's, you know, in in a position where they're just surrounded by negative thoughts. Getting yourself out of that place is, is tough, but. Ultimately, to try and prevent us potentially going, or you as a listener, or viewer going down that sort of route, it's just about focusing on, I would say, positive thinking, um, but just being a little bit more optimistic with things so and yeah. just framing things better. And just not thinking about the negative stuff, basically. Yes, COVID sucks. Yes, it's kind of ruined the entire year for a lot of people. You may have lost people um, to COVID, but at the same time, you're still here. You've still got people around you that care about you.
1: It could be a whole lot shitter. You're right. And I think um, being optimistic takes practice um, because it's very easy to just look at the negative in th- everything you see around you. Mm. And, uh, and it does take practice. I, I'm renowned for being an optimistic person. and But it has taken practice. I've had shit times in my life, you know, where everything seemed to be doom and gloom. Um, mm. But if you're just start looking at things and practicing, looking at things in a more positive light, you know, you know that cliche every cloud is a silver lining there's normally something good that comes out of everything bad and whether it's just the fact that you've learned from it you've learned from a bad experience you've learned something um, a- and which is a good thing it's a positive thing when you learn something
0: i'm so, actually reading um have you do you know who victor Frankel is never heard of him he's uh he was in the holocaust he was at auschwitz um I'm, i think it's auschwitz perkenau same thing two campuses i think were joined weren't they i think one was men one was women um but yeah, he was at Auschwitz Birkenau, and he's written loads of books all about you know his experiences and stuff. I'm reading really one at the moment called Man's Search for Meaning. And um, the whole book just talks about how they're going through this endless suffering. But they, they they were just framed as they were grateful that they were still able to suffer. That's how they kind of framed it. And that's what got a lot of them through was focusing on the fact that the fact that we can feel this pain that we're going through all of this and we've still got you know these memories that um memories of family members that, that, you know, to cling on to. The fact that we even have that available to us is something on its own to be grateful for. And it just goes to show the power of, of gratefulness. Um, cause I don't, I can't think of any situation that is probably probably worse one to be in to be in a yeah. concentration camp facing potential death every second of every day. But I don't think there's any worse position to be in. Um, and the fact that, you know, they got through it by just being grateful by being, yeah. more, being a little bit more optimistic in the face of such adversity, um, the worst adversity that anyone could ever face. I'm um, just trying to show that, like at first of all, we're putting it into perspective. I was reading it this morning, I was thinking, as, we, as I was thinking about this podcast we're doing today. And I was like, well, those, they didn't have Christmas for five, six years, maybe even longer. Um, they'd seen their family members being torn away from them in the, the worst way possible. And, if I think that I've got the right to complain about not being able to see my family at Christmas when they're still alive and I've got a roof over my head, a belly full of food and a TV in front of me, a Wi-Fi connection, I need to kind of get a bit of a grip.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And, and I think uh, with a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in, one of the first things we need to do is uh, acknowledge our feelings. It may be that you've re- recently gone through a bereavement, uh, a loss of a loved one. Uh, whether it, for whatever the cause, doesn't really matter. In the, the day, uh, going through grief is uh, is a difficult time for anybody. But acknowledging those feelings that you're having and understanding them a little bit uh, can help you get through it, uh, especially at a significant time like Christmas. And it may be that you just need to um, accept those feelings as part of the process. Uh, but don't be scared. To reach out. Don't be scared to you know phone up uh, a another relative or friend or whoever who understands your situation and just have a chat Uh, it might be that you need to chat about the person you've lost and but you know you can focus on of course you're going to focus on all the the good memories have a little bit of a laugh and a giggle and a cry and uh, and that can help you through the grieving process Mm -hmm. Um, so don't be scared to reach out to people Um, and people you know are a lot more Forgiving of that kind of thing when it, when it's needed and understood, they understand when it's needed, and uh, and if they're a friend that <laughs> doesn't give you that time of day, then they're probably not a good friend. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, yeah, you, you know, pick your pick your friends. I'd rather have a good uh, a couple of good friends rather than have a dozen bad friends. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, f- there will always be if you've got a good friend somewhere that they, they'll give you the time, even if it's only ten fifteen minutes on the day that you need it, the time you need it, and just connect have a chat have a cry whatever you need to do just to express those feelings there's nothing wrong with that and recognizing the feelings through grief a lot of people have feelings of guilt through grief because especially if you've had a loved one going through a uh, uh, a, a long period of illness that you do feel a sense of relief and that sense of relief is normal yeah, and that guilt that you feel because you're glad they're gone, they're glad they're not suffering anymore, is uh, it's a normal feeling as well. Yeah, And it's I, um,
0: absolutely normal, and you should accept it. Yeah, my, my nan, not to focus this on me, but my nan passed away um, on my birthday last month. But she'd been struggling to um, to live for as long as I can remember for years. She had um, she had a hip replacement like ten years ago she didn't have the proper physio recovery, which made her, it made her immobile. And then it was just kind of downward slope from there. I and mean, she's had issues with the lungs for the last couple of years. And then she eventually passed away on the 3rd of November. And it was exactly that, you know, I could have looked at that and it could have ruined my entire day. It could have made my birthday. It's just a birthday anyway, the rest of the way. It's just another day. Um, but I could have just wallowed in myself, pity and cried. I'm like, oh, it's ruined my birthday, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's about all about, like we've already said already, it's about how you frame it. And it was a case of, yeah, my nan's gone. Yeah, I haven't seen her for a couple of months. I'm probably and I'm never gonna see her again. I'm not gonna be able to support my mum at Christmas, her first Christmas without her mum. Um, but at the same time, she's not a pain anymore. She's gone. She was a big believer in, in God, so I know that she's gone wherever. Without well, turning this into a religious episode. Um she's gone wherever. So I know that she's happy wherever she is, because she's not you know, she's not struggling to breathe anymore. So yeah. It and is the way you frame it, isn't it?
1: And sometimes we do need to focus on the living as well. So you can look at the things that you, you can do for your mum.
0: Yeah.
1: Do a, do a video call with her on Christmas morning while Evelyn's opening the Christmas presents. She yeah. might like that, you know. Do yeah. do something that's a little bit special, a little bit different. Of course, you're not going to be able to see her, but there's still plenty of ways you can support people remotely. Mm. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of time and effort. And, uh, you know, time is one of the most valuable things we can give to anyone something we can't get back. So it's probably the most valuable resource we have. Yeah, hundred percent, man. hundred yeah. percent. So yeah, reach out, reach out to people. And, uh, and if you're feeling stressed, lonely, depressed, reach out to people, you you know, whether it be just, uh, a, a relative that you've not talked to for ages, cousin, nephew, whatever, you know, reach out, say hi, whatever. Uh, they might be actually thinking of you at the same time. You never know. Mm. And, uh, and we should never let ourselves get so isolated that uh, we feel like we can't reach out. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the great things about social media uh, uh, on any platform is the fact that you can just message someone, have a chat, message. That can then build into a, a call, which can build into a video, build it, whatever, uh, and just reach out. And uh, we, sh- we should really uh, make that an effort when we need to, when we're feeling a bit down, which has really made that an effort to make sure that we do reach out and get the help mm. we need. Yeah, it's, it's never been more convenient to get help, has it really? No, it doesn't. It's just a matter of uh, recognizing yeah. your feelings, acknowledging them and doing something about it. Yeah. It's like,
0: a lot, it's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? We've talked about social media before and then a whole episode on it. But a lot of the time, the mental health issues people face are instigated by social media, but at the same time, the way you can address those mental health issues is by communicating with people through social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and we're, if you want to revisit that podcast, I can't remember which number it was. <laughs> but, if, you're uh, around,
0: if you listen to it and you're around kids, just put your headphones
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few, a few expletives on that one, wasn't there? Uh, but it? But it's a passionate subject, so it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So, other things that we can do to help ourselves at Christmas then is uh, have realistic expectations. You know, you're not going to be able to go and see friends and relatives like normal. We're not going to be able to have masses of family around for Christmas dinner. Um, So set your expectations at at a realistic level. What can you do rather than what you can't do? And uh, I mean, there are dating sites at the moment through COVID where you have virtual dinner dates. Really? Yeah, so you sit down and have a dinner like you're How oh, you oh, do you do that? So just like you're opposite each other on a, din- in, a in a in a restaurant, yeah. you can have a dinner date virtually, and you can have your dinner. You have your camera position so that you can see each other properly eating your dinner. Yeah. So you can get to know someone over dinner, like a lot of people do. A glass of wine or whatever, or a glass of juice, whatever you fancy. Juice. And you can get to know people just like you would do in a restaurant for the first time meeting someone on maybe on a blind date or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no reason why we can't use that sort of same idea to say, right, you know, like you, Lewis, prime example. You can't see your mum on Christmas Day, but why not have her join you for dinner on Christmas Day? Camera up on a tripod or at the end of the table uh, where she would be sitting <laughs> if she was there. And she can see you from the point of view where she would be sitting. Yeah. And yeah. it'd be just like she's in the room with you. Yeah. You know, there's no reason why we technology. can't do that kind of thing yeah harnessing technology to absolutely and i mean if you got i mean we we're going to be having ours on our our dining room is is next to our living room it's an open plan living room dining room mm-hmm. so our tv is in the middle between the two and it's on a a wall bracket it's a 52 inch tv Oh, so, yeah, I know. It's massive. We don't <laughs> need it that big, but it's just, just just one that fell into our lap, so to speak. Uh, someone was selling it cheap, and I thought, yeah, why not?
0: I'm <laughs> getting old, I'm getting blind, i will get a
1: bit with the big hand. <laughs> second hand, so, you know. But um, that huge TV spun around on the end of the dining room table it would be like the person's just sat there with us. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It's going to be amazing. I'm quite looking forward to, it, to feeling what the experience is like. We can get it lined up probably so that your table
0: ends as it in, as it meets the screen. Absolutely. So the table starts. Yeah,
1: ab- a table. yeah, absolutely we can. And uh, I mean, we would have to angle the table at a bit of a weird angle to allow the TV to fit in position. But yeah, we can have a, have them sat there, big head and everything, on the yeah. end of the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm quite looking forward to it. We're quite fun. We're going to be sitting there pulling crackers. Obviously, we can't physically pull a cracker with them. But, we, you know, like you do a little bit of a tradition, you pull crackers and you're taking turns doing the jokes that you've got or the bit of information that comes in the, the Christmas cracker label. You know, they sometimes have a nice little bit of trivia that you can read out uh, as well as a joke. Uh, so we go around the table and we all do the a, do a jokes. So, of course, the person on the other end, if they're on their own, they can still pull a cracker. and But, and you know, they'll still take a turn in reading the joke out, reading the bit of trivia out, hmm. showing us what they've got in their, you know, their little trinket that comes in a Christmas cracker uh, and we'll still have a shared experience on Christmas Day, which is cool. Quite looking forward to it. Uh, and you can do that two or three times in one meal. <laughs> two yeah. different people. them the <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Have a side room, whatever you can do nowadays with Zoom and all. Um, you just might have to have a little bit of rehearsal first for some people. But that's just a bit of planning uh and being realistic in expectations can i wouldn't expect uh my mum for example sorry mum i wouldn't expect my mum to be able to just join in on a zoom call for the first time on christmas day
0: yeah yeah exactly mate. yeah imagine that
1: so early to introduce her to it let her download the app onto a laptop tablet whatever she's going to use and have a practice first yeah so yeah. she can so it's less stressful for her on the day then yeah, we had to do just that yeah, click on the link and it should open up.
0: Yeah, we had to do that for my, uh, my granddad's birthday. There was li- I don't think I've ever seen so many people in one Zoom chat. There must have been about 30 of us, all there for my granddad's 80-something birthday. We had to get him to rehearse beforehand. He still got a Nokia 3310 from bloody 2005. Whenever it was, whenever they came out. Was it,
1: was it a good day? No, yeah, it was only about an hour long.
0: Was it good, though? Yeah, it was good we all um we played some party games uh all right, all right yeah we had to bring three cards one said this is a good idea that you could use for christmas everyone writes down um i'm writing it down one one lie one truth and you take it to the to the uh meeting whatever it is you doing. yeah and then you you read them both out and everyone has to pick which one's true which one's wrong and then you just take it turns going around the table or around the, the meet the zoom room um trying to figure out who's telling the truth who's telling a lie we had to all wear stupid hats as well. And I forgot to get organised and organise a hat. So I had a cereal empty cereal box on my head. So that was fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, yeah, you can just use those sort of games, can't you? To um, have a good laugh, just like you would at Christmas, playing board games or whatever. Yeah. They're yeah. their uh, mean, own family traditions, haven't they, at
1: Christmas? Yeah. I mean, we did a Christmas quiz. We hosted it a couple of weeks ago. Because it was the only weekend we could do I think it was the last weekend in November. So was the only weekend that we could all get together and do it. And uh, you know that that kind of thing you don't obviously you you can do it on Christmas Day. You can either have a round each where you do a sort of fun quiz, or you can have one person hosting it and doing the whole quiz, which is what we did. We you know it lasted about two hours with mm. some quite fun stuff in there, and uh, and it was great. It it, uh, it, it it was a way we were still in lockdown then. So it was nice, nice bit of relief. Everyone, no one was going out anywhere, so they had no excuses to join in. Yeah, right, who were key workers? They had an excuse, but you know, next time they need to change the shift hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. how dare they be key workers? <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty you can do. It does take a bit of planning sometimes, and I pretty much uh, with some ideas from my wife and my and my son. I pretty much put the whole quiz together into PowerPoint for our Zoom quiz night, Christmas quiz that we did, oh, and no. uh, it was it was enjoyable doing it. It was um, you know I got excited as I was doing it. I was thinking, well, that's a great question. That's a, you know that's a great challenge to add pe- add to people for people to do. You did a whack on as well as like Matt the Matt the host, Matt the game. Yeah, host. yeah, it wasn't quite like that, but yeah, um, but uh, you know, even had a uh, an observation round, and I just. Uh, Embedded a McDonald's advert from YouTube, and it was one and a half minutes long. And then I went through it slow time myself and wrote down ten things that people could have observed as in a question format. Oh,
0: decent!
1: And and, and it, was, it was easy. It was short. It was sweet. Everyone loved it. And uh, Mate, it was a nice up- animated, ready. nice animated one and a half minute advert by McDonald's, and it was a Christmas one. It was the twenty twenty one. So if you see it out there, you, you'll you'll know which one we used.
0: Mate, if it is <laughs> the sort of advert that you go to
1: your zoom meetings
0: i want to come
1: yeah yeah absolutely I'll, I'll let you i'll let you have the quiz mate you can do it I'll with your family a team, mate. i'll bring it in I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll 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 uh, send across the powerpoint to you mate you can use it that's <laughs> one thing we should do share quizzes with friends and friends and family outside of your bubble so yeah, that yeah, you send can number four make a quiz <laughs> Share neighbour. Uh, yeah and like i uh, already just mentioned me planning you know planning your expectations, but also planning in advance what you're going to do. So it's not just ad hoc on the day. So people are more likely to join in and have fun. And it's just, you you can do so much with technology now and uh, to bring people into your family, bring people into your household. And uh, and it's great. And and something else with that though, um, you don't want to take on too much. Don't be the one who does all the Zoom hosting. Don't be the one who does all the quizzes. Don't be the one who prepares everything because that can be too much you need, you need a little bit of time for yourself with your family whatever um so you do need to learn to say no sometimes it's very easy uh, my uh, my wife's terrible at it when stuff goes on at work she seems to be the one who organizes everything she's always seems the one who uh yeah take takes on that extra duty mm-hmm. for work uh and it's stuff that's not necessarily work like say whether it be planning the christmas party um someone's birthday bash or whatever it is she seems to want or charity event her work is very good at uh raising money for charity but she seems to be the one who heads it up organizes it all the time and uh i keep telling her say no let someone else do it because you know she, finding on end, yeah she's she's uh she's pulling pulling herself at both ends and it's uh it can be tiring it can be exhausting and so you, with the, with your family, it's a lot easier just to say, look, I'm, I'm doing lots already. I'm preparing loads. Can you take on this for me? Uh, and it might be just the fact that they're going to do the quiz for you or something. Yeah. Or help set up a round for the quiz for you. Take mm. yeah. a little bit of the burden. So uh, learn to say no. Learn to delegate. Learn to involve other people. They might actually appreciate that the, you've asked them to help out. Yeah, it's very true. So, yeah. It something was- else we need to um, consider at Christmas End. Still- a
0: no, lot I- of
1: people are struggling this year because of uh, whether they've been on furlough, whether they've uh, even lost their job, um, been made redundant, whatever. So, it's something, you know, if your Christmas is going to be different this year in that way, then don't try and spend like it's a normal Christmas. Mm. Do other activities that are involving the family that don't cost anything. Yeah. It, that's the stress that you just don't need to put on yourself.
0: I think that's something that we've, we've learned a lot this year is how unimportant money is. Not unimportant but how time with family should always be priority, and how the exchanging of gifts um, isn't that much of a big deal. It shouldn't be. And ultimately hopefully this sparked a change for Christmas in um, gift buying sort of tradition yeah. um, where people start focusing more on how they can maximize and add value to the time they spend with people rather than just buying buy two get one get the cheapest
1: free from fucking boots <laughs> yeah Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's a matter of just again planning uh stick to your budget set your budget stick to it so you don't put yourself under pressure um because it might be not not might not be a pressure that you have on christmas day and you might really enjoy christmas day but then you've got this overwhelming pressure on you after christmas because you've got to pay these debts off yeah yeah easy to use credit cards and things like that and then realize that you haven't been able to pay it off this month so you're being charged with 29 percent interest and stuff like that which is uh, extortionate but that's the way credit cards work um but if you you know and Kids, if you've got kids and you're not going to be able to spoil them as much as you would do normally on Christmas, it might be worth just sitting them down and explaining before Christmas. It
0: could they're be different good.
1: this year, they're and good. they're, they're yeah. a lot more understanding than you realise. That I think people don't give kids the credit that they deserve sometimes. If you sit them down and explain, look, Christmas is different this year. Yeah, you know, is we've that, lost the job.
0: That's an experience for them as well, isn't it? You know, this is yeah Christmas. You're always going to have loads of money. Sometimes things are going to be tough.
1: Mm-hmm. and explaining to them how you're planning for christmas you know how you're going to have to budget how you're not going to be able to spend so much is a life lesson because they might find themselves in that experience in that situation in their own life in the future they will take on that experience from you to put into their own life later which is obviously going to be a you want a good example
0: yeah and we've got to remember that a lot of kids aren't really especially young kids they're not really that asked about stuff I mean, with my daughter evelyn she's not really that bothered about gifts and presents and obviously we've got we've got her stuff because you want to spoil your kids don't you but um just you, you know just, being present with them is, is more important than anything you know getting off big, uh, big cardboard box chuck a blanket over it job done yeah like yesterday we were making <laughs> we baked gingerbread cookies with her yesterday she was absolutely freaking buzzing yeah those the numbers yeah, yeah <laughs> we we're, we're really mad to, uh, to make Christmas special um yeah. for some people that you know Probably getting off your phone for a bit would be the best gift for anyone your family could get it from you. <laughs> you just get off your phone for a day and spend you know 100 percent of your attention on your family i think people will be amazed at how yeah. fulfilling that actually is but we forget you know with phones you know how you're already going to miss out on the next notification or someone's post or whatever but then when you actually spend a day which is what i'm trying to do at the moment is saturday you just put your phone off in a drawer all of the entire saturday and it's actually really, it's a very nice feeling, strangely. And liberating. Yeah. Just, you know, not having that, the phone nagging the back of your head. You can just put it down. You've told people, I'm gone for a day, see you tomorrow. So that, you know, they text you, they know that you're not going to get back to them. And you can just be present with your family for a day. And I reckon if everybody did that on Christmas Day, everyone would have the best Christmas they've had in their entire life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, what. Well, this brings me on to another thing I was going to talk about actually, traditions. Quite often, families have a tradition within the family, uh, but we got to remember is when did that tradition start or where did it start? It um, doesn't matter who did it or when, how long you've been doing it for. But at some point, you you, you probably realise you do have some sort of tradition in your family of what you do on Christmas. But there's nothing wrong with you starting a new tradition. I mean, we we're, we're breaking the the mould this year. We're not having turkey, I mean, you know. It's been tradition to have turkey ever since I can remember as a kid, um, even though that was never the original meat that people used to have for Christmas. Um, but turkey is the thing that people have nowadays for Christmas. Um, we're having beef. We're going to mix it up, have beef. We might have a bit of gammon on the side as well. i a bit of a calvary. Might be a new tradition we start having uh, a three-meat Christmas dinner. I don't know. <laughs> you know you like but there's nothing wrong with starting a, a new tradition of, you know, we, we've started a tradition in our families. Like I said earlier at the beginning, we, we put the roast in the oven, put the meat in the oven and go out for a, a nice long dog walk along the beach or in a country park somewhere. That's tradition we've started as a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might continue with our kids. They might have that tradition in their family because that's what they've known. That's what they've always, that, that's what they've seen from us. And, uh, and having that little bit of um, healthy lifestyle on Christmas Day can work wonders. It can make it a much better day for you. Mm-hmm. Rather than just being a sloth on your, your sofa all day, mm-hmm. you, you know, get out and have a walk, go and do stuff, have some fresh air, um, will, is a lot better for you, obviously, than just sitting around doing nothing all day. One of the things that peak at Christmas for me as a business is bad backs. Because people are just slumped in their sofa for a, a week. Mm -hmm. and they get a bad back because they're pretty much immobile and everything seizes up whereas if you still stay active and still do healthy things for your life then you're less likely to get things like a bad back so yeah that's one tradition we've started as a family is going for a walk on Christmas morning while the meat's cooking nice so yeah but there's no reason why anyone can start you know couldn't start a new family tradition that they like the idea of it might be you're borrowing it from someone else doesn't matter you know, but if you think it's a good, healthy, nice uh, tradition that you want to have as a family, then do it. Try something new this year. If you don't, if you look back and go, "Wow, I didn't actually like doing that as much as I thought I would," then try something else the next year. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's nothing wrong with making a new family tradition for Christmas, and something that's uh, like our, our nice walk is something that hopefully our kids, as they grow up and start their own families, might be something they do as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Invent a new tradition.
0: Uh, yeah. Any other points, that, that everything comes. All the tips you wanted to share with the with the lovely listeners and viewers. Is that everything?
1: I think so. Don't be scared to reach out. Yeah. Start new
0: tradition. Like. Reach out, yeah. start a new tradition, leverage technology, and yeah.
1: focus on being a I'm sorry more. if people have hear me sniffing through this. I've got a horrible cold today. <laughs>
0: On, you I mean. if you got out of the cold, mate, uh, as per your picture, you probably look a bit better.
1: Yeah, I, I wish it did look like that outside, but it's just grey, dismal, and wet.
0: Did it snow there the other day? I saw we had snow day.
1: last week, last Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mad make that snow quite difference. heavy in the morning. We had a, <laughs> an inch of snow everywhere, but it's gone by five o'clock in the evening. <laughs> well, Didn't the hang point. around. Yeah. Who knows? You might have a white Christmas, mate. Well, you might. I definitely won't. But of course, if people are at home alone at Christmas, they can listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch one of my YouTube videos. I don't mind.
0: Yeah, if you want Matt to uh, set up a quiz on Christmas Day, time to hell, let us know.
1: Hey, uh, I'll just send you, I'll put it on my Google Drive. I'll send it out to people. All you've got to do is email me, request it. I'll send you the link and you can download it and use it for your family. It's ready to go. You don't need to do anything with it. So all the links are all embedded, so you can use it on any system. What's your email, Matt? Hey, info <laughs> at mlmindandbody.co.uk. Cool. Well, on that
0: note, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always, Matt, it's good to chat with you. Good to uh... Yes, and everyone out there,
1: have a most wonderful Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you in the new year. Take care, folks.